Hello. You are listening to the Grieving Parents Sharing Hope podcast. We are here to walk with parents on their unwanted journey of child loss, guiding them to a place of hope, light, and purpose, not in spite of their child's death, but as a way to honor his or her life. And now, here is your host, author, speaker, and bereaved parent, Laura Deal. Forever 29. Everyone listening knows exactly what that means. The day this podcast episode comes out is a very special day for me personally. It's April 13th, and that means our daughter Becca would be turning 39 today, which is why I decided to use this episode to talk about our children's birthdays. I should have already called her to make plans. What are you doing for your birthday? Do you want me to make something and you and your family come over here for supper? I should have already gone shopping for the ingredients of her favorite cake, which was a chocolate-filled angel food cake, which is mine too. I should have at least one present wrapped and ready to give her. I have a really hard time still wrapping my head around it or imagining Becca that old. Those first couple of years, I really didn't think I could ever make it this far. It's still really surreal to me that Becca has been gone for almost 10 years. I just can't wrap my head around it. And I remember when I used to feel panicky when I thought about being here on this earth that long without my daughter. But here I am. And it doesn't help that the further away we get from the death of our child, it seems the fewer people want to continue celebrating their birthday with us, which really hurts. Some people question why we still want to find a way to acknowledge our child's birthday when they're no longer here with us. When we want to honor our child's birthday after they've died, we often get strange looks when we let people know that, even from other family members. They can't figure out why we would want to do that. And they even think it isn't healthy. And some of them tell us, you need to move on. This isn't good. You need to let go. And that's a terrible thing to hear. I know it is. But the reason we want to celebrate their birthday is pretty simple. It's because the day a baby enters the world, it's a big deal. And it's even a bigger deal when that little human is ours. We gave birth. We created that. I know God is involved, yes, but this is part of us. This baby that just came into the world is part of us. Just because he or she is no longer on this earth, it doesn't erase the fact. It doesn't erase our memory. And it doesn't take away our instantly fierce and intense love we had for that little bundle of joy that came into our lives that day. There is a misconception that holding on to our loved ones keeps us stuck. But the truth is, purposely continuing to find ways to honor and remember those we love when they're no longer physically here with us on this earth is good. Your child's birthday, that day was set aside as a day for you to honor and celebrate them. And even though they aren't here now, that day still belongs to them, even if they left your arms before they could even have a first birthday here on earth. As I was preparing for this episode, I came across a question from a dad whose baby had been born prematurely and only lived for a few hours. He was asking if he was a terrible person for being frustrated that nine years later, his wife was still celebrating and doing some big something special every year on that child's birthday. 
And as I was reading through the responses to it, I was getting mad at how many people were telling him that something was wrong with her and that he needed to make sure that she went and got help and she just needed to let go of it and move on. That's not healthy. That's not good. Something's wrong with her. And I I just had to close it down because I was getting so mad at the people who are clueless about this, telling him that, no, that's not right. She shouldn't still be doing this. People around us may make us think that there is something wrong with us for wanting to celebrate our child's birthday who's no longer here, and that just isn't true. Just because they don't understand, they haven't lost a child, they may not have ever lost anyone close to them, much less a child, and because they were able to move on after maybe a pet died, or maybe they were close to a parent that passed on, but they were able to get over it in a couple of years. There's no way it can be equated to the death of one of your own children. I was just reading again how the loss of one's child is a trauma. It is traumatic grief, and PTSD can easily come along with it based on the circumstances of that child's death. So why do we celebrate a person's birthday? Yes, it's a way to tell that person how special they are to you. But it's also to let everyone around you know how special and valuable that person is to you. And you want to celebrate with others how blessed you are to have them in your life. The reason to celebrate a living person's birthday should be the same as for celebrating the birthday of someone who's no longer here with us. To let everyone around know how special and valuable that person is to you. And you want to celebrate with others how blessed you are to have them in your life. Your child is still a gift to the world. They left an imprint. Their life changed you and everyone else who knew them or knew about him or her. And that is something to celebrate. I think about one of the couples that was at our weekend retreat in Texas a couple weeks ago. And their daughter was born very prematurely and had health problems her entire life. And she was actually blind and could not speak, but she could communicate in other ways. And she recently passed away at the age of 16. And her life left an imprint on me when I heard stories about her and I could see how deeply these parents love their daughter. And it just, it left an imprint in me in my life. And I didn't even know her, but I knew about her. That is something to celebrate. Taking time to remember or to celebrate the day our child came into the world isn't because we're not accepting their death. We are putting a stake in the ground saying, my child lived My child's life is important and valuable, and my child will not be forgotten as long as I am still here on this earth. I personally would be much more concerned about a parent who refuses to acknowledge their child's birthday year after year because that would be a sign of denial and not wanting to deal with and work through the pain. People who say we want to celebrate our child's birthday because we aren't ready to let go are so wrong. In a song I wrote, Together Forever, in the chorus it says, I won't make it through by letting go, but holding on tight to the memories I treasure. I want to pause right here 
and say that it is important to find the balance between I don't care what other people want, I don't care what other people think, it was my daughter and I'm going to celebrate however I want to celebrate. And finding the balance between that and being sensitive to people like spouses or the siblings or other children, maybe even our parents if they don't tend to be overbearing and manipulating because not everybody feels the same way about celebrating the birthday or how it should be celebrated. Some want just a simple, let's just be a celebration. Some might be okay with a great big something. Some, you may want to go to the cemetery and have everybody take balloons, and there may be some that it's just like, I just can't do that. We need to also be aware of the balance that is needed. And you may have to do something on your own and then come back with the other ones who want to celebrate. But just you need to talk about it and work through some of that. When my daughter Becca died, the first few years especially, well, that very first year, her daughter wanted to know, are we going to celebrate mom's birthday? She was nine years old. And nobody really wanted to do anything. It was that first year, those first two, three years, it's rough. And you may not want to do anything to recognize your child's birthday. Some of us who dig right in and it's like, yes, we're celebrating. We're going to at least acknowledge it. But most of the people in my family just kind of wanted to let the day go quietly by that first year. And I felt like I still had to celebrate her. I still had to recognize her birthday. So when my granddaughter came and said, are we going to celebrate? Are we going to do something for mom's birthday? The idea I had was I got a couple of cupcakes and they had little you know how you can get those little kids plastic rings on the top. So I went to a bakery and I picked out two really nice cupcakes with some little rings on it that I knew she would like. And I took them to her school and I ate lunch with her at school and we each had a cupcake for her mom's birthday. And we made that a tradition for a few years. And then one year when I called because I, I made sure it was okay with, with her dad and the school. And the one year I was calling to check on it, and I was told, mm, you might want to talk to her, and she didn't want to do it anymore. She'd hit middle school, and maybe it was a little embarrassing to have Grandma there. And so that tradition just kind of went by the wayside. We had gone out and to the dollar store, and I let her pick out a little box to keep the rings in because we were going to do that every year. And so that kind of hurt when she didn't want to do that anymore. I didn't question why. I just respected her wish. But there are things that we can do, and it's based on who is comfortable with it and who isn't. And even though we can't help but do something to acknowledge our child's birthday, it hurts. It hurts like crazy because we can't send them a card. We can't bake them a cake. We can't buy them presents. We can't give them a birthday hug and sing to them. Or can we? Before we turn that corner, I want to talk about two things that are along the topic of birthdays that can be really difficult. The first one I want to mention is that if you have other children and the one that has passed away has younger siblings, any younger siblings, there's going to come a day when those younger siblings become the same age and then older than their older sibling. And that is really hard. I have been through that three times. We have one more son to go who has not reached his sister's age yet. My two sons, 
it didn't seem to bother them as much. But my daughter, the two sisters, were very close, very close. And she tells me that her birthday, her own birthday, is the hardest day to go through because her sister isn't there. She just feels very, she just feels the emptiness on her birthday when her sister's not there to have fun celebrating her her own birthday. And it really rattled that daughter. It just, it really rattled her big time. And there's something about, it just feels so wrong to watch your children become older than your forever, whatever age child. And so if you haven't thought about that, it's not something to stew over. It's not something to fear or, you know, just really uh, don't take it in and absorb it and start panicking and worrying about it now. Give it to God. Let the Holy Spirit give you peace about it now. And just know that there may be some rough rough times ahead as you begin to enter that part of things. And the other thing I want to talk about is I mentioned that my daughter said her own birthday is harder than her sister's birthday. I think as parents, we can feel the same way. We can feel guilty about our own birthday. We don't want to celebrate our own birthday because our child isn't there to acknowledge us and give us a card or give us a call or make us a little something. And we can feel guilty because our child doesn't get any more birthdays. Why, why should I get more birthdays when my child doesn't get any more? And the thing is, I can guarantee you that your child really doesn't care that they don't get any more birthdays now because they're in eternity where time is now irrelevant. And they're in a place where the party we might give them and the presents we might give them probably really pales in comparison to what they have now. And so when we miss them on our birthday, I know we miss them being with us and and just, I mean, it is a treasure to have our children love on us for our birthday, but it's based on what we're missing and that's okay. But I just want to acknowledge that, you know, if you feel that way, you're not the only one, okay? You're not the only one that struggles with your own birthday, So let's get back to talking about our child's birthday. Some years, we can celebrate the day and the time we had here with them. And other years, it's more like a remembering or acknowledging that day. We don't really feel like celebrating it. And some years, it's just another terrible, painful day as a slap in the face reminder. And no way can we deal with it. We just cannot deal with it in a happy way. And sometimes we can be a mess for days leading up to it. And then on the birthday itself, we're okay. Some years, it can feel like it just happened and your heart is breaking all over again. And other years, the day can be celebrated with joyful celebration. There's just no rhyme or reason to it. And it doesn't matter how many years it's been. So it's not helpful to have expectations of what you think it will or won't be like for you. But as for me, the one thing I can pretty much expect is that I can always count on tears at some point during that day. And if you're listening to this on April 13th, I just might be off crying right now while you're listening to me on this podcast sharing my heart with you. Now, I can't do this episode without giving you just a few ideas of things that you can do for your child's birthday. 
Some of these things may sound like great ideas, and some will be like, eh, I don't know. And some may just sound outright painful, and you wonder how I could even suggest them. But it's because there are things that I have heard other perievers do. Now, I'm going to go beyond the launches, the balloon, lantern, butterfly launches, or things like going to their favorite restaurant for dinner or cooking their favorite meal or watching their favorite movie. Those are all great things to do. But I want to get just a little bit more creative here because our kids are worth it. You may want to do the same thing every year as a tradition, or you may want to do something different each year, and that's me. So there's just a few things I want to mention here. If you want to do something with a group, you can plan an outing to watch a sporting event or attend a concert that your child would enjoy. Bake their favorite cake, but instead of having, you know, inviting people over to sing happy birthday and and all of that, take the cake you make to a homeless shelter and let them know it's in honor of your child's birthday. Now, the people in a homeless shelter, they know what it's like to be going through a rough time. They may not know what it's like to lose a child, but they are in a rough time in their life right now. And I am really sure that they are going to appreciate your thoughtfulness, and they'll probably want to hear you share about your son or your daughter. Here's one that's an awesome thought. Name a star after your child, a star in the sky. You can look it up, but I know there's at least one place where you can go and they don't change the name like the scientific name of the star, but you can have your name assigned to a star and they'll send you a chart and so that you can look up and see which star is named after your child. I just think that's an awesome thought. How about, this is one that you may feel like I could never do that, or you may think I love that. But sponsoring a needy child that has the same birthday as your child, a child in in a third world country who needs help, who needs food, who needs education, find one that has the same birthday as your child. How about buying birthday gifts and then giving them to a local children's hospital or a family shelter? And books, kids' books are a great gift because you can write inside of them in the front cover why you have donated them in memory of with your child's name. Find ways to pay it forward. I know a couple, actually I know two couples, that hand out cards with what they've done with their son's name and photo on it. So it's like paying it forward and in memory of with their child in the picture, you know, I, we have done this for you in, in his memory. And so it might be like paying for someone's meal at a restaurant or just all kinds of things that you can do for someone to pay it forward in memory of your child and letting them know that that's why you did that. One of the ways you could pay it forward is on your child's birthday, go to a bakery and pay for someone who's ordered a cake for their child's birthday in honor of your child. Just go in and pay for somebody else's birthday cake. How about making a memorial garden and planting something new in it each year and just watch it grow and bloom Now, the last suggestion I have isn't necessarily something to do on their birthday, but get with others who understand and look for a support group in your area. A lot of support groups for parents especially encourage you to bring something in honor of your child's birthday. 
and they give you time to share about your son or daughter. And what a precious gift that is to be able to talk about your child to other people who understand it and who will celebrate your child with you. There really is no right or wrong way to honor your child. Do what feels is right or best for you and your family. And there's also no time frame. And some years, like I said, you may do more than other years. You may do nothing at all. But I really do want to encourage you to do something on your child's birthday because as painful as it is, it will help you to be able to remind others and have them acknowledge how special your child still is and that their life is still making a difference in this world. Your child's birthday still belongs to them and there's nothing wrong with showing how thankful you are that you got to be your child's mom or dad no matter how short that time was. It is up to us as parents to make sure that people around us know that our children's lives are still worth celebrating. The day God brought your son or daughter into this world will always be worth celebrating. The day God brought Becca into the world is still worth celebrating. And since I'm recording this a few days ahead, I'm not sure yet what I'll be doing this year, but happy birthday, Becca Boo. I will be celebrating the day you entered into this world with all the emotions that now come with it, but most of all, with the same deep love I had and I will always have for you. I want to say thank you to those who have given this Grieving Parent Sharing Hope podcast a rating. We're now up to 22, and I'm happy to say that most of them are five stars. And thank you to the three who also wrote a review. Doing this helps move the podcast up in the search engines for other bereavers who are looking for hope after the death of their child. If you haven't done either of these, please help those who are lost and struggling in the darkness to find us by giving a rating, which is those stars. There's five stars there, and you click on however many stars you think this is helpful. One is the least helpful, five is the most helpful. And possibly just click on writing a review and just write a sentence or two on how this podcast is helpful for you. Now, I had a really interesting idea this past week. For those of you who are regular listeners, you know how I end each podcast with the acronym of HOPE, H-O-P-E? Hold on, pain eases, there is hope. Well, since our goal here at GPS Hope is for you to become a grieving parent sharing hope yourself, I would love to have some of you record yourself saying it. And I am going to use some of you at the end of the podcast. So you can introduce yourself say who you are the mom or dad of, and then encourage the listeners to hold on, pain eases, there is hope. So as an example, I'm Laura Deal, Becca's mom, and I want to encourage you to hold on, pain eases, there is hope. Now you don't have to use the word encourage, but something along that line. I want to tell you it is possible to get out of the darkness. So hold on, pain eases, there is hope. So share who you are, who you're the parent of, mom or dad of, in your child, and then just say the rest of it. You can record it on your phone and then send the recording to me at laura, L-A-U-R-A, at 
gpshope.org, and I'll put that in the show notes. We are going to go into our birthday segment, but it's going to be just a bit different this week. The song we use in the background for this part of the podcast is a song I wrote two years ago as I was thinking about Becca's upcoming birthday. And this week, we're going to play the whole song for you. And I'm going to come in with this week's birthdays as it gets uh, close to the end of the song. So for all of our kids, here's the song I Remember Well. Becca Deal Howard was born on April 13th and is forever 29. Rachel Pilcher was born on April 13th and is forever 40. Carter Braun was born on April 13th and is forever 15. Brandon Matos was born on April 14th and is forever 23. And we do celebrate the important day these children came into our world and into our lives. If you would like to have your child's birthday shared with the other listeners of this podcast, just go to gpshope.org birthdays. Fill out the form. It's just the information we need. And I would be honored to help you celebrate your child's birthday that week. I want to let you know that this song is out on our YouTube channel. It's also being recorded for a CD that will be coming out in the fall. And I give you permission, and I would be honored if you want to make a video of pictures of your child, uh, maybe for his or her birthday, and use the I Remember Well as the background song. 
Just be sure that credit is given to me, Laura Deal, for writing and singing it, and maybe even add the URL for our website, gpshope.org. There is always a link to the song in each week's show notes, and like I said, I would I would just love it if some of you would use that song as a background and put together a video of your child for their birthday, and then tag me in it. Let me see it. I'd love to see it. If you have someone who doesn't understand why you still want to do something to acknowledge your child's birthday, you might want to share this podcast episode with them. The day our children entered the world was a special gift from God, and it should be celebrated, even if no one else wants to join in. Wherever you are on this journey, you can see your child's birthday as a way of hugging them, keeping your child close at heart, and letting others know that they're free to celebrate the specialness of your child with you. And whenever that day comes for you during the year, remember to hold on. Pain eases. There is hope.